Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters and listeners and friends to this week's offering of the Talk Show for Talkers here on irishtalkers.com. This week is our interview week, but before we dive into that, let me invite you to send us your thoughts on email to info at irishtalkers.com. You could go to our website, irishtalkers.com, where you'll find all our episodes ever. That's a lot. We've been going for nine years. I don't know. I've not counted actually how many episodes we've done because I need to keep account of season by season. Um, And I know this is about episode 38, I think, or 39. God, it's it's, it's a lot anyway, (coughs) of season nine. But I waffle. Today we have an interview guest and our guest this week is... Drumroll, Mairead Dillon. Mairead, you're very welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers. And I'm going to hand you over to James, who's going to interview you. Thank you so much, Moira. Thank you very much, Moira. And welcome, Mairead. At long last, we've got you you in the studio. Well done. Now, Mairead, you you have a very important role as Club Growth Director for District 71. And when you gave your talk at conference last May in Liverpool, what I loved about it is that you had a catchphrase, make every contact count. And I think that's been that's going to be your byword for the year, if I'm not mistaken. You're very correct, James. Yes, I am. I just feel with Toastmasters, it's such a life-changing organisation. And all of us as mem- existing members know how amazing that is. So therefore, as club growth director, I'm encouraging all our members this year that every time you're out and about, you're meeting a friend, you happen to be standing in a supermarket queue, you're sitting beside somebody really chatty and interesting on a dart, on a bus, on a plane, on a train, talk to them about your wonderful hobby, Toastmasters. I had that exact experience myself. I started a new job back in January, and when I stood up to leave my desk at lunchtime, I bumped into the lady behind me, and we started talking. And we got told about Toastmasters. It was a totally innocent conversation, no agenda at my side. And she mentioned that she had an upcoming presentation, and she was exceptionally nervous about it. And I said, well, look, I'd advise you to go along to a club meeting and it was a club very near to her. So it took a couple of times before she got up the courage to go, but she went along and she joined. And that was me unconsciously saying it to the person because I knew Toastmasters would be of help to her. It wasn't a sales pitch. It wasn't looking for new members. It was a genuine, I was just trying to help her. That's what it was. And I just think that's what it is with Toastmasters. We definitely need to share the joy. And the fact we've had a life-changing experience ourselves, I would encourage everybody to share that joy with everybody you meet. That's wonderful, Mairead. So that begs the question, what brought you to Toastmasters in the first place? Oh, yeah, it was so interesting. What happened back? In it was kind of the early 2000s, I completed an accountancy qualification and I had this amazing lecturer called David Ahern. And every time I saw him lecturing, I said, That's me, I want to do that. But I had no lecturing experience, I had spoken in public a few times, but not that often. 
And I live in a lovely little place called Kilkool, where they used to make Glen Row years ago in Wicklow. And every single week, I saw an ad for Wicklow, for apologies, Greystones Toastmasters in the Wicklow Times. And I finally plucked up the courage. It was a dirty, wet night on the 8th of November, 2008. And I walked into the club and I was greeted by the president. I met a lot of senior Toastmasters who were highly experienced in the club. And I just felt so, so welcome. And I knew I'd found my tribe. The minute I walked into the club, when I looked up at the top table, I was kind of drooling with envy. I could never imagine that I would ever be that person as a president of a club, let alone what I'm doing now. So I, for me personally, the journey has been absolutely fantastic. And a strap line our district director uses is that we stay for the fun, the fellowship and the friendship. And I would thoroughly agree with that. You join for one reason, but you end up staying for many more. What a lovely phrase. Fun, fellowship and... Friendship. Friendship. Doesn't that sum everything up? It does. What has been your biggest Toastmaster challenge so far? Um, what's very disappointing for me personally is that so few people around the world know what Toastmasters is. The minute I talk about Toastmasters, people have this idea that it's after dinner speaking at weddings or that you already have to be an excellent speaker to talk or to become a member. And that's what I want to change in my current role, to bust that myth and let people know that there's everybody is welcome. It doesn't matter if you're 18 or 88. You're so, so welcome into Toastmasters. It doesn't matter your gender, your occupation. None of that matters. It's a level playing field. And that's what I'd love to change in Toastmasters. That will become an international, I hate using the word brand, but it's it becomes as popular as McDonald's. Like if you say McDonald's, you know what you're getting. Obviously, we're um, streets ahead of McDonald's. Of course we are. But at the end of the day, that it becomes a household name and that everybody trusts it as a brand they can go to for self-development and education. Yes, it's often said that we're the best-kept secret in town. And Indeed what, it is. And what they do know about us is wrong. 100%. Tell me, Mairead, is there anything that you'd change about Toastmasters? Would I change about it? Hmm. Truthfully, I would like to see more young people joining Toastmasters. The average age of a Toastmaster is 45, and I would concur personally. I think I joined when I was about 42. Um, probably a little less after to do that maths. Oh no, I was younger actually, it's 40. <laughs> giving my age away there. But anyway, in summary, I just think sometimes it's never too late to join Toastmasters. In fact, I hope my own dad, who turned 19 the 1st of July, will go to his first Toastmasters meeting intrally next week. Having said that, I do think from a career point of view, if young people could be part of Toastmasters at a younger age, the benefits they would derive would be outstanding. When I was at an international conference recently abroad with Toastmasters um, in Europe, a lot of young people joined Toastmasters and you can tell they're absolutely thriving. They really are. They're so dynamic. They've gone so, so far in their careers at a very young age, and they all credit it to the leadership skills you learn in Toastmasters. 
and the fact that you're an excellent presenter and you're seen as a go-to person. So it's like having a secret weapon. So yes, that's what I'd like to see as a change in Toastmasters, that more young people are attracted into the club, into the organisation, apologies, and that they're given the opportunity to try as they should. I think that's a wonderful aspiration, Mairead, because so much of the youngsters' education is now formal presentations themselves. So if they have that under their belt before they go into the commercial world or the working world, it'll be so much to their benefit. It's all right. So what keeps you coming back? What keeps you coming back? Um, oh, wow. First of all, uh, for me personally, when I ended up having three young children under the age of five, I went part-time in my job at, um, in Bank of Ireland. And Bank of Ireland, they were so, so amazing um, to um, facilitate my part-time work. But what it meant is that then I wasn't capable of holding down a leadership position at work. And so I was really, I was always in a leadership position at work and it really killed me. So then it was so amazing going to Toastmasters where it's given that opportunity again to be a leader, but it was self-paced. It was up to me how much I put in or not put in. And it really fitted in very, very well with family life. So certainly for me personally, the whole leadership leadership side of Toastmasters, I find very, very attractive. On top of that, the skills I'm learning, particularly in this job this year, I've been very much able to replicate those skills then in a work environment. And it's, it's brought me to a different level. I would say, actually, I wouldn't be in the role I'm in at the moment in work if it wasn't for Toastmasters. You have a very specific role in Toastmasters this year, Mairead. What, what are your hopes and aspirations for your term as club growth director? Well, I'm dreaming big things, dreaming big. I personally would love to see membership in our in our district doubling in size. We've roughly 4,000 members at the moment, which when you consider the population that we're um, catering to, we should be double that size. So while the aspiration seems um, very high-flying, I genuinely feel it's achievable. But it's always good to aim high and, and think big. Yeah, and if we get to the moon rather than the stars, how bad is that? Absolutely. Tell me about some of the initiatives that you've brought together for the, for the district. Hmm. Well, I've set up what's called a Blue Sky Committee. And it's been chaired by a young person um, from Smurford Business School. And his name is Ross Donovan, and he's a wonderful combination of being very enthusiastic about Toastmasters. He's completed his qualification and he's out in the working world. And he himself can see how beneficial Toastmasters is to anybody. So he has come up with a few initiatives for me that should help attract young people. So I'll be working very closely with him to get those over the line. Um, Also, this year, I want Toastmasters to get on the road. We're going to have open nights. We're going to have roadshows. And as you know, James, we'll be working quite closely together to make that happen. I'm very, like, enthusiastic about that. Because at the end of the day, it's fun sitting in your club and everything. But unless you're actually out there and sharing the life-changing aspect of Toastmasters with people on the street. You know, that's what's required to achieve the additional membership that I hope to achieve this year. Well, 
I, I know that there is great enthusiasm for getting out and about and for getting involved and spreading the word. And as you quite rightly say, no one knows better the benefits of Toastmasters than we members ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it's wonderful to be able to get out and spread the word. You mentioned briefly what you did out, you do outside Toastmasters. You're a, you're a mom, you're a wife. You've just taken up a new leadership position in a new, in a new company. That's right. But aside from that, James, um, yeah, so luckily I have an excellent family, an excellent family, a lovely husband, even though he is from Dublin, uh, and, and our three super girls, um, they're 17, 19, and 22. I'm so proud of them. They're terrific. I'm also in possession of the best dog in the world. His name is Cooper, and he was named after a very famous Perry footballer, Colin Cooper. And I actually met Colin recently and I told him that and he got a right kick out of it. But aside from the wonderful family work and Toastmasters, I love keeping fit. I've done a lot of, uh, I've completed seven triathlons. I've done a few half marathons. Uh, I see swim every day. So being out in the open air means so, so much to me. Um, being stuck inside doesn't fully suit me, but hey, you have to earn a few bucks as well. Um, well, yes, being out and about is wonderful. Well, I must admit, Marae, there can be no greater tribute to a sportsman than to find out that someone's named their dog after him. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, part of the wonderful serendipity of Toastmasters is that we discovered that we're actually neighbours or close yes. neighbours. Such a small world. Such a small world, and you never know who you're going to meet. Absolutely. So, Marae... Make every contact count. That's your byword for the for the year. It sure is. That's it. And it's simple, but that's all we have to do. Just share the joy of Toastmasters with people that we meet every day. Well, you're a wonderful ambassador for the potential and the achievements of Toastmaster membership, Maraid. I wish you every success in your year. I hope that we will double our membership. And if every member brought one more person in, we'd be flying. We would. So, Club Growth Director Marae Dillon, thank you so very much for joining us today. Thank, thank you. you, James. Thank you, Marae. Thank you, Marae, and uh, thank you, James. We'd look forward to seeing you all again next week when we'll be bringing you our magazine version of the show. Thanks all for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye from me, Maureen Brown. Bye from Maureen, and bye from Jane. Bye. Bye now. Bye-bye.